It is Thursday, March 26, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, I hope you guys tuned in to that iRacing uh, World of Outlaws Invitational last night. Uh, the racing was really fun to watch. Uh, really cool, The all, all of the guys that came together to be able to compete in that race. Uh, not just sprint car guys, but some late model guys too. And, and, and not just World of Outlaws guys, but guys uh, you know from across some different series and some different regions uh, all jumped in and, and participated last night. So jump in and recap the action for those of you that missed it uh the war of outlaws did put out a highlight uh package on youtube so if you haven't watched it yet go check that out it'll probably be available here in the vault here within a couple of days um if you want to go back and watch the full program but 50 cars ended up uh on the list to qualify and, and to compete for the night logan cv went quick time uh in qualifying the way the 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 way the kind of um, not format, but the, like just kind of the way the game works, uh, or you know, the simulation works with iRacing is that everybody qualifies at the same time. And so you can't really watch qualifying because you get like basically a couple of minute period uh, to get your two laps in and, and there's no way to show everybody on track at, at, at one time. So when, when the broadcast started up, they kind of just did some more talking. Um, there was a, a short 10 or 15 minute hot lap session before that, then qualifying. And, and then basically the first thing you see in the broadcast is the first heat race. Um, but Logan CV goes quick time. They ended up running five heats um, with top uh, transferring the top three to the feature, and then they ran. They started with an E main and ran alphabet all the way to the feature. Um, they had basically six transfer from the E to the you know E to the D, D to the C, C to the B, and then the top five transferred from the B into the feature to complete the field. Uh, Logan CV, Kevin Swindell, Mitchell Facino take the first heat race and are the transfers. Second heat ra heat race win went to Chase Johnson with Chase Briscoe and Christopher Bell transferring. Heat three was Jamie Ball winning over Kyle Larson and Brian Brown getting the final transfer spot. Heat four won by Robbie Kendall, Cade Higday, and Brett Mahalski were the two transfers. And then the fifth heat went to the North Pole Nightmare, Bill Baylog with Randy Hannigan and Aaron Reitzel rounding out the transfers. Um, the, tr the, the heat races were, were pretty much about as wild as I expected they were going to be. They were probably a little cleaner than I thought they were going to be. I was worried about um, there being kind of some crashes and, and some of these guys with a little bit less iRacing experience. Um, there were definitely some wild crashes. There's no doubt about that, but uh, not, not quite as bad as I thought it was going to be. But um, the racing in a lot of these heat races was really fantastic. Um, and I, I kind of feel like one of the stories of the night was, was Troy Wagaman Jr. He basically finished last in his heat race, uh, the third heat. Um, and ran the full alphabet from the E all the way to the feature. So pretty incredible uh, run there for Troy Wagaman. But the first uh, E main went to Trent Ivey, Ashton Winger, Seth Bergman, Max McLaughlin, Kale Thomas, and Troy Wagman Jr., who was the final transfer, all moved on to the D. In the D main, Carson Macedo was your winner over Logan Schuhart, Ryan Bernal, Troy Wagaman Jr., Max McLaughlin, and Brandon Shepard, late model Brandon Shepard, transferred into the C. The C main was Parker Price Miller over Austin McCarl, Matt Cosner, Carson Macedo, Kelby Watt, and again, Troy Wagaman Jr. Stop me if you heard that before. The B main uh, was won by Tony Gualda from California. Corey Gordon, David Gravel, Austin McCarl, and Troy Wagman Jr. all transferred into the feature. Uh, and then the feature, Super Wild, uh, again, had a, a, had a couple of kind of crazy, crazy moments in there, but uh, I thought the racing was really good. I thought the guys kept it pretty clean. Um, what I think was fun was there was a couple of times in the night, uh, Johnny had mentioned, uh, Johnny Gibson had mentioned how difficult it was to kind of call this race, um, not seeing the things he's usually used to seeing. And, and one of the things they weren't sure about was the four wide salute. Um, because in iRacing, you only go two laps. You know, once you're on the track, you go two laps and then it's green. 
And there's no really a lot of time in there to, to kind of put together and coordinate a four wide. And so Johnny was under the impression we weren't going to go do a four wide. But uh, thanks to Logan Seavey, he jumped on the uh, on the headset and told everybody to kind of form up for a four wide. So right as Johnny was getting ready to kind of call a two wide, uh, they formed up into a four wide, which was pretty neat because then Johnny was able to do his four his full four wide call for everybody. And uh, kudos to all of those guys and, and Logan Seavey for getting everybody organized uh, into a four wide which I thought was pretty cool. But uh, early laps led by Jamie Ball. He led the first eight laps. Um, and then Robbie Kendall took over. Robbie Kendall was super fast uh, all night. Did not expect that. Uh, he mentioned uh, after the race that he had actually done some iRacing uh, stuff at the pro level. So uh, obviously an accomplished iRacer uh, in his own right. But he led laps 9 through 29. And then Logan CV threw a big slider on him um, and took over and held on to win the $1,000 top prize um, on the night. Logan CV, your winner over Robbie Kendall, Brett Mahalski, Austin McCarl, Christopher Belt, David Gravel, Randy Hannigan, Troy Wagaman Jr., Chase Briscoe, Tony Gualda, Jamie Ball, Brian Brown, Mitchell Ficino, Bill Baylog, Corey Gordon, Cade Higday, Jay, uh, Chase Johnson, Kevin Swindell, Kyle Larson, and Aaron Reitzel rounds out your field. Austin McCarl was the hard charger. He went 19th to 4th. And again, uh, Troy Wagaman Jr., I believe he finished 10th. Uh... Yeah, something like that, ninth or 10th in the feature. So pretty neat for him to go from last place in his heat, come all the way through the E-Main and, and get into the top 10 um, in the feature. But really fun really fun to watch. And, and again, if you if you didn't check it out, I would certainly recommend um, going and doing that because it was a fantastic racing and it was really fun with Johnny on the call um, to kind of hear all of the normal things. And, and uh, it, I saw some people mention on Twitter, uh, you know, it was kind of like uh, for once it kind of felt like things were back to normal a little bit. Johnny Gibson calling a, a midweek World of Outlaws race um, and uh, had some really great racing and things like that. But I want to kind of, I, I, I'm curious that I've seen a little bit of kind of, you know, some hate and some, and some, uh, some, uh, you know, kind of trolls talking about the, the you know, the, the iRacing world and, and it's, oh, it's just a game. And why would I watch a game and this and that? And, and I feel like on some level, I kind of understand it. Um, I, I'm not somebody who's going to go on Twitch and just watch somebody randomly play video games, you know, whether that's, you know, Call of Duty or, or, you know, uh, Fortnite or any of those things. Like, I, I certainly understand that part of it. Um, but I feel like this is a little bit different. And, and I feel like it's different because, especially in some of these situations where, like, we've got actual guys racing, um, I think it, it ramps it up a notch. And, and um, it, it, the same is even true of iRacing. Like, you know, I'm going to continue to cover the um, the iRacing World Championship that's been running, on, that's going to run on Monday nights. Um, because, first of all, it's the only racing going on right now. So we might as well talk some racing. Um, and, I, and I also think that um, at certain levels, it's kind of bumped up a little bit. And with, with the world championship guys, those guys are the top of the game. And even if you don't, maybe don't know some of their names, I, I think, you know, it's, it's worth, it's worth talking about. And I think the racing is good enough that you can tune in and be entertained. And I think this is the, the same, you know, even though these guys aren't, you know, top iRacers, they are top racers. Um, and they are names, you know, that you recognize and, and guys that you would go see, you know, on, on a nightly basis. So what's the difference if it's in an actual race car or in, you know, a, a virtual race car? And somebody talked about, I think it was Jan McMahon, actually, Paul McMahon's wife had mentioned it was, you know, it's, this is the first time that she's ever laughed after Paul crashed. And it's because, you know, there's, there's no consequences. It's fine. Um, and, I, and I think that's one of the things, too, that made the racing kind of interesting is that guys were able to throw big sliders and, and take chances they wouldn't normally take because, 
you know, the, you know, the, the consequences are, are dramatically less. And obviously, like if you throw a big cider and, and crash yourself and crash a couple of other people, then, you know, there's going to be consequences in terms of, of your race position because you're not going to finish where you want to finish. But in terms of, of money and safety and things like that, this, this, it's a lot different. So um, and I think that kind of makes it fun a little bit, especially for these guys that don't normally kind of have that. But if you have like a legit opinion about why you don't like this stuff, I would certainly be interested to hear. I I, I want to hear all perspectives on this, and and um, you know I, I would like to be open minded about why people are kind of a, a against it and why you're not interested in tuning in, especially at a point where there is literally no other racing going on. But give me a shout. You know, you know it doesn't have to be publicly. You can do it through Twitter DMs. My Twitter DMs on my personal account uh, at Justin underscore Feather are always open. Um, or if you want to shoot me an email at info com, I would certainly love to hear the uh, up opinions about why there is hate but um either way hope you tuned in i thought it was really fun um they're talking about doing again next week switching over to late models again have thousand bucks on the line um and then probably invite a a little bit different crowd and a little little bit different fan base to kind of check some of these guys out and hopefully some of these sprint car guys uh will show up next week and race against the you know in in the late models like a lot of the late model guys came and raced uh you know several of the world of outlaw late model regulars including brandon shepherd and matt cosner and some of these guys were uh, ashen winger were involved and and hopefully some of these sprint car guys will jump in next week and and race with them on the late model deal but uh like i said go check out the highlights if you haven't i certainly recommend that a couple other things i want to mention wing nation um and rip the fence have some new episodes wing nation has port royal track prep uh steve steinley on there if you want to hear some about hear about some track prep stuff with Ashley Stremme. Um, Rip the Fence has the USAC PR manager, Richie Murray. Uh, you've, if you've watched any of the uh, Thunder Relive stuff on Flow Racing the last week or so, you've seen Richie on there talking about a lot of this. Um, so check him out. He is on Rip the Fence if you'd like a couple of podcasts to check out today. Uh, there's a great story about Michael Page, uh, if you are a Dirt on Dirt member, um, about Michael Page run, going and running uh, some races down in South Africa that Kevin Kovac wrote. Uh, I, I mentioned yesterday on the show about the um, Kevin Eckert checkered past. Uh, Kevin Kovac uh, over at Dirt on Dirt, who worked for the World of Outlaws when I went to work there. He was the late model series PR guy. Uh, Kevin does fantastic longer form stuff, also kind of in the late model world. So if you're looking for something like that, keep an eye on Kevin's stories because he does a lot of really great stuff, uh, a little bit longer form reads. Uh, but want to point that out. If you're looking for something to read today, you can go check that out over at Dirt on Dirt. That's the show for today. Hope everybody uh, has a good Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow with a new show. Uh, you can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe, leave me a review, tell your friends. You can also watch the show on YouTube and Facebook like hopefully some of you are doing right now. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. You can follow us on facebook.com slash dirt tracker twitter.com slash dirt tracker and the website dirt tracker.com you can follow me on twitter at justin underscore feedler don't forget to sign up for that weekly dirt tracker newsletter uh thanks for tuning in we will see everybody tomorrow on dirt tracker daily